This podcast is brought to you by Most Valuable Podcasts, saving your day from boredom with the best podcasting entertainment. What's up, what's up, everybody? Ricky Widmer here, along with fellow man-child, Johnny Carlin. And we are back for the Rick and Johnny podcast right here on Most Valuable Podcast, your one-stop shop for everything under the two nerdy suns. Marvel superheroes, DC superheroes. We talk about Disney. We look at movies. We look at some gaming. Although... We have a new gaming podcast on MVP, Too Old the Game, with Dave Oster, the host, Mark Weber, and myself each and every week. Our first E3 podcast is up. Episode one is live. Go ahead and check that out. But Johnny, jam-packed show today for us. We're talking about the Batman. Matt Reeves has put in a script by uh, on Memorial Day. We're going to talk about that script Ooh. today on the podcast. Then we're going to look at Spider-Man. There were three interesting casting descriptions put out for students in Homecoming 2. We're going to look at those and see if that could mean we're getting Harry Osborn mm. in Homecoming 2. Then we're going to end things looking at Fox. Uh, do, should they really be making the Channing Tatum, the Channing Tatum uh, Gambit movie? Mm. Uh, so we'll look at that because apparently they're moving forward with it. So we'll mm. give our thoughts about that. But before we do, make sure to, a little bit of housekeeping here at the beginning, make sure to check out patreon.com backslash Podcast. That's where you can catch MVP each and every day. I screwed that up. That's the Most Valuable Podcast slogan. So Most Valuable Podcast, that's where you catch MVP each and every day. Patreon.com backslash Most Valuable Podcast. That's where you support us each and every month. One of the rewards at the $10 tier, you can join a podcast if you want. Every month you are at that tier. Also, check out the store. That link is down below in the description, as well as rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, and then write a little something-something about why other people should check out the Rick and Johnny podcast. But, Johnny, what we're getting into first, a little bit of Batman news. So, around Memorial Day, Matt Reeves submits his first script for the Batman movie that is coming up, and this is supposed to be like a trilogy arc um, that Matt Reeves is going to do with the Batman character. The interesting thing, though, is it focuses on a young Batman. And what it says here is, THR broke down the latest developments at Warner Brothers concerning their DC universe and dropped some news on the Batman. According to the trade, Reeves turned in the first act of a new screenplay over Memorial Day weekend, This is a positive sign for the film's development, but the focus of the story points to it happening without Affleck. Reeves' take reportedly puts the focus on a young caped crusader, which likely rules out Affleck as the star of his movie, but does not completely take Affleck out of DC. So what I want to ask you is, what is this script, with it being about young Batman, what does that mean for Batman and the DCEU. Um, it gets us um, a way to get another Batman in, maybe start to do a focus on the Batman universe mm-hmm. like you would love. Here's the one thing I want to say before you go on that I forgot to say. This is the one worry I have about a younger Batman. I don't need to see his parents die. That's it. That's Again. It. That's, the only, that's the only thing I worry about. It's like it's Spider-Man and Batman have the same problem. 
No. I don't need I don't no. need no no no. I don't need to see Uncle Ben die a million times. I don't need to see Martha and uh Thomas Wayne die a trillion times. I just don't need to Why'd see Why'd you it. say that name? It's under <laughs> Why do you say Martha? Why'd you say that name? But I don't need to see his parents die a ton of times. That's my well, only thing, my only say, thought. We didn't say that young. I know. I know. That's just my that, that was just my first initial thought of like, please don't go that young. Please don't go. I don't need to see his own Well, maybe story if you just again. listen to me. Go ahead. You'd have heard that I wasn't going to say that young. Maybe it's when he's just starting off as Batman. Linda, listen. Listen, Linda. Linda, 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 listen. Go on, Johnny. Maybe if you listen to me, you would have heard me say, oh, maybe it's when he's first starting off as Batman. Sort of a year (laughs) one style. But you could incorporate, if Mm -hmm. we don't do the Joker things you and I talked about last week. Yep. Mm -hmm. I can't remember. Um uh, well, we're also recording two podcasts today, and we're recording them out of order. So it's I kind of going to tell them that. I mean, it's pull the curtain back. <laughs> it's basically it's hard to keep the order of podcasts up here. In Maybe our heads. for you, I just didn't remember we did it like three weeks ago, five no, weeks we, ago, we yesterday. About the standalone Maybe Joker was, movie last week. Maybe it was yesterday. Maybe. Maybe it was yesterday. No, last week. I we don't did. know. Um, <laughs> But we um, did. It was last week. It could be his side of the origins of Joker thing. Oh, shit. I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Drops Joe Schmo. I forgot the actual name. Jared Leto? No. The guy who is Joker before oh, he becomes okay. Joker. Joe Schmo. Is that really it? No, we're just going to okay. call him Joe Schmo. <laughs> Joe- you're the Batman guy, so I'm like, holy shit, did I get it right on a guess? I don't think in all my childhood, they've never referred to Joker's true name. But Sorry. we'll go with Joe Schmo. So he actually dropped Joe Schmo into the vat uh-huh. of acid or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And the, like his kind of story, a little somewhat beforehand, somewhat dealing with that fuck up. Mm-hmm. And maybe the very origins of the Joker coming to be mm-hmm. type thing. I mean... Or just like again, I like a year one scenario. Do, see, if you're gonna do a trilogy with Matt Reeves, yeah, I would not do the Joker. I wouldn't do the Joker. I wouldn't do Penguin. I wouldn't do Riddler. I wouldn't do Two Face. Who would you do? Black Mask. The reason why I wouldn't do any of those is they've already been done. You know who? You've already been done. Sorry. That you was know me. what one I'd really want to see? Huh? Man Bat. I feel like that's have a, your first movie basically uh, be almost animated, animated series style of if it's a young Batman, a Batman that is just kind of almost starting out where yeah. we don't need to see the origin story, but he's kind of doing his thing. No movie has done Man Bat like no live action movie has done Man Bat. And would they be able to? I know that the face that you're giving that people can see on camera, that's what you think when you're like, Ricky, the last thing they tried to do like that was Doomsday, and do you remember what that looked like? <laughs> that's not what I'm going <laughs> that's with. That's I, not the thought process I'm having. That's I thought of after seeing your mm, face. That's not the th- thought process I'm having. Maybe, like, may I just, ugh, maybe Riddler. Maybe Riddler Two-Face-ish. Maybe even a Penguin. But I don't think for sure, I don't want Joker in it. Okay. Because the last trilogy we did... I don't. I know what people are gonna do. They're gonna compare that Joker to Heath Ledger, and we don't have to have every single Batman trilogy be about the Joker. I'm not saying make it about the yeah. Joker, but like you can throw that in there mm-hmm. somewhere. Make it about one of the other villains, but make that happen in there. Because mm-hmm. if it's gonna be a trilogy, maybe the last one 
is based on Joker. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, we kind of got a Jared, Jared Leto um, buffer there now. Yeah. To not have be as, be as compared. But my thought would be, with the band bat, as much as I would love to see that, I feel like he's if we're doing a young Batman, it's too like it's too early in his career for a man bat. He needs to he needs to I, be seasoned or he's gonna get his ass beat. I don't know because like the animated series started out, Man Bat was episode one. No. Yeah, what? it was. Man Bat was episode one of the animated series. Man Bat was boom. You Which Batman out. series? I don't I'm think talking that was about the nineties one. one. Yeah. The one that we grew up with. The was it the, the first an, one? The T A S, yeah. What well, I mean, how we we also have to wonder how long he's been Batman for now. I don't remember mm-hmm. how long. I'll look it up for sure, but I know episode one was. I don't remember that man being bat. episode one. Mm-hmm. Here's another. Here's one that I'll throw out. And but I, I did I've, love that man, that white man bat more than the brown one from our cartoons. As yes. much as I love the '90s cartoons, I'm gonna throw out two. Okay, one we've never seen. One the last time we've kind of seen him mm-hmm. was Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, so Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze is one of them. Only if we get Arnold Schwarzenegger again. No. <laughs> the first one I was going to throw out, and, I I've, see your reaction. and I've thrown him out before, and if you're going to go with a younger Batman, you can kind of play this in. Yeah. What if you went with a Hush? Because then you can play in, Hush is the, um, it was the childhood friend of Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Basically the guy, Maybe. try. he's a plastic surgeon, who does enough plastic surgery on his face, his goal is to look like Bruce Wayne. He knows Batman's identity. He wants to look like Bruce Wayne. That would be a weird kind of twist to a Batman movie that we've never seen. I just don't know if you do that twist of a movie right in first, right day one of your trilogy. You know, movie one, trilogy, we're doing second that. movie. I'd say make that second mm-hmm. movie show that show he is the detective. Because like, second one. Because like I'm looking at other villains. And part of me gets to the point of what would I like to see rather than, oh, he'd be cool. Like Mad Hatter, we've never seen him in a live Very action. Um, Zaz, that would be messed up. The serial killer, he marks oh, his yeah. kills into himself. I mean, Penguin we could do again. I mean, Black Mask we truly haven't seen yeah, in true. live action. Um I don't want to see Raisha Ghoul again. I really Make don't. Want a, what if, I really don't want to see Phantasm in a live action. Hear me out on this one. Mm-hmm. Make the first one a combination of Black Mask and Zaz. Okay. Second, it shows like I'm Batman. I'm getting started off. I need mm-hmm. to beat someone that's not really highly intellectual, but I need to outthink them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Second one is either Mad Hatter or what's the other one you said? The uh, the, the the Hush. hush. And the third one, incorporate Man Bat in there somehow. Because mm-hmm. Man Bat, I feel like you have to have experience as Batman to be able to take that on. Because you have to think, but you also have to like think while you're fighting him. What? Like that's really hard because that's man. That's that's a monster now. What you're would not you, fighting people. What would you think if they did Deadshot? Because be Will Smith Deadshot, and they kept the same Deadshot in there. That'd be interesting, but you'd have to recast mm-hmm. uh, Deadshot as well. Would you have to? Oh, it's because Batflick and Dead uh, Will Smith's Deadshot are both old, way older and in that the Batflick era. Right. Here's what we're getting to, and I'm okay. glad you brought that up yeah. because there's two other parts to this, and they're okay. both linked together. The first one is, oh, they're going to do younger Batman, 
what does this mean for Batfleck? Mm-hmm. My thought is what this means is in my mind, I'm thinking DC has it to where we are doing this movie is coming out after Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. And there's an article that I shared between us today that said the Flash movie is inspired a lot by Back to the Future. Which to I me, want to hear the theme in there. which to me, I'm like, well, I'm it's sorry. interesting because one of the directors we talked about way back, yeah. was one who worked on Back to yeah, the Future exactly. and had that visual effects part of it. Here's what I'm thinking: them, we already know they're doing Flashpoint. This isn't like a shock, like oh, Ricky shocked us. <gasps> we're doing Flashpoint. This is just in my mind setting it up to where, all right, they're going to do Flashpoint, and this is now confirming. That Flashpoint is resetting Batman. And if it resets Batman, then you can do a thing of, yes, we can still have the same Deadshot. We can still have this same villain, this same person. And to them, it's the same. To us, it's different. Yeah. If so it we're com- basically Flashpoint reset everything. Well, let's put it this way then. And yeah, if you have Flashpoint first, which mm-hmm. we're supposed to technically, because this is still kind of on the, the yeah. this just got mm-hmm. submitted recently. Yeah. Um, we're... Flashpoint is going to start filming in 2019. Exactly. Where that's the point then where you have, okay, Flashpoint can have like Batflick in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's going to be awesome. Batflick in the beginning, Jeffrey D. Morgan throughout most of it, and young Batman mm-hmm. at the end. Which is interesting because what does this <laughs> yes. mean then for Batman? Because also... Remember back, and I don't know if this changes because of the Mysterio role that he's taking now, Mm -hmm. but remember way back that Matt Reeves was always like, hey. Gyllenhaal's waiting in the wings. Gyllenhaal's sitting here, man. He's waiting for Affleck to be done. Maybe, just maybe, because let me look up really quick. Spider-Man Homecoming 2, which we're going to get to. It's funny that we're going to do that next on this podcast. That movie, depending on the times, which we're thinking, so that one's going to, yeah, you know what? It works. Yeah, no, it should be done by then. It's going to release next year around July. So it's like Jake Gyllenhaal can do that movie. Hey, I'm going to do Spider-Man. I'll be back to play Batman. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if underneath, like, the table, like, without us knowing, that's the discussion of, like, Matt Reeves has said to Jake Gyllenhaal, hey, this probably isn't going to get done until 2019. You take whatever role you need to. And Jake Gyllenhaal going, cool, Marvel offered me the shot. I'm going to go ahead and do this, and I can still, it doesn't fuck up anything with me wanting to become Batman. Exactly. Plus, the whole thing with Affleck, too, is, like, everyone like, oh, is, does this mean Affleck's done in the uh, DCEU? No, because, A, there's always flashbacks. But two, we've always known that Batman, like Ben Affleck, first off, the role is taking a toll on him mm-hmm. where he's getting to the point where it's like, I don't want to be Batman. I want to be Batman. I don't want to be Batman. I want to be Batman. Um, but also, it kind of seems like, because originally this Batman movie was supposed to be written, directed, and acted by Ben Affleck. It was supposed to be a triple threat. All done by Ben Affleck. And the thing that I loved about it, Mm -hmm. which I don't know if this plays into young Batman or how young is young Batman. Originally, when Ben Affleck was writing the script, 
the rumors were that his script was an under the red hood storyline. Oh wow. That would Think be cool. about it though. Can they do can they do it like when they say young Batman, how young are we talking? Yeah. Can we do one to where is he still a young Batman if it's Jason Todd Batman? Where Flashpoint resets it. Now we have Batman with Jason Todd, so for some reason in Flashpoint, Jason Todd is now alive. We don't get that ha 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 suit that we see in the um, Batcave. Because think about it. We or actually, you don't even have to bring back Jason Todd. We know he's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, so you just got Red Hood. We know that this is past that because obviously he's dead. They want to do a Nightwing movie. So we know Dick Grayson is beyond how young are they going to go? They can't go to me. They can't go too young because Ben Affleck, not Ben Affleck, but if Flashpoint resets things, how much are you going to have it reset? Because then you can't do your Nightwing movie if he's really young because he's got to be old enough to have had Dick Grayson as Robin and then Dick Grayson move on. But also could this be a, hey, guys, you're thinking about how this links in too much. What if it's just like a Flashpoint resets it, here's Batman. We're going to tell an unrelated story, kind of like Wonder Woman, where we're jumping around, hey, World War II, 1984, and we're jumping around different time periods within Batman's life with the new Batman that got reset That's what in I'm Flashpoint. Saying. I mean, the other thing, if you're going to reset him and make it the younger Batman, mm-hmm. you can make it like, what, Batflick is supposed to be 4550 being Batman right now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it could just be he's like 30, 35. Mm-hmm. It still gives you time to have gone through Nightwing, have gone just... Maybe he maybe it's a freshly done um, incident with Jason Todd at that point. So, and I just looked it up just for you. Yeah. Just to basically a you're right moment from Ricky. Season one, episode one, Batman the Animated Series... Its original air date in prime time, it aired on September 6th, 1992. Mm-hmm. On the weekday, it aired September 24th, 1992. On Leather Wings was the name of the episode, and here's what the description is. A mysterious bat-like creature terrorizes Gotham City, causing the police force to pursue Batman. The Dark Knight must find the real uh, perpetrator, to clear his name. Wait, is it the Kevin Conroy Batman? Yes. Yeah. Oh, he's not young Batman then, though. He's not freshly starting off. Well, I, but that's the thing. Young Batman, is that a just starting off? Or is it like a, hey, he's not third, or he's not 50, he's 30? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, mm-hmm. though. In, if it's a Flashpoint thing, maybe he's like 30, mm-hmm. and he's gone through, like, he Nightwing's about to become Nightwing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's already, like, it's in the middle of right there. Yeah. Um, he had, J- or Nightwing's just kind of starting off. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason Todd is just freshly dead instead of, like, mm-hmm. the suit's hanging up there. Ha, 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 ha. Yeah. Um, so the, like, the wound would be too fresh to put in the case, honestly, mm-hmm. or just not do that because that's kind of You're weird. You're talking about if they did Red Hood. And then you can go mm-hmm. with a Red Hood storyline at some point yeah. in the trilogy. It doesn't have to be mm-hmm. even the first movie. Second movie, mm-hmm. throw it in there. I just, my big thing is how young are they going to go? Because. I would, it's, 
well, young at least, it's younger than that. So it's either, I would say, you can still make him 30, 35 and make it work. Mm-hmm. Or it's like like we talked about. It's or comp- are they going to go mid-20s Batman? Well, then, then at that point, I feel like you make it unrelated to... Mm-hmm. That that point in the trilogy is just not related to the DCEU. Because here's my thing, and this goes back to the worry that I had at the beginning. Don't go too young, because if you go too young, mm-hmm. I feel like the younger they go, the more they're going to have to be like, shit, we got to do something with the origin story, or we have to mention it. I don't think you have to mention it at all. Let's be completely honest. In BVS... They didn't have to mention that thing at all. The only reason why they did that was so that they can set up Jeffrey Dean Morgan in Flashpoint. That's the only reason they did. That's the only reason I could see them putting it in. And that's why you needed it. Exactly. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And that's if he is Thomas Wayne. Please, please do that. I I think it'd be amazing. Um, But like I'm looking at like I'm going down the list of just Batman villains and now I'm getting to like the bizarre ones mm-hmm. and I'm not seeing one that I would truly want to see like Clayface would be interesting it would be but again but I feel I, like he's not a... he's not one that you really like the thing I would like is how you said Black Mask if I did Black Mask I'm pairing him with Penguin you could or do pairing that him with Two-Face two mob well yeah two mob like characters mob together yeah my thought too though like if you throw Victor Zaz in there mm-hmm. is like a hitman type thing yeah like Black Mask is using him in his, like, as his hitman hey, or using Deadshot one of the two but it, I feel like Zaz would be a little cooler just because of the mm-hmm. the different because we have Deadshot in another DC film through in throwing in this newer or newer in quotes um Batman character that we really haven't gotten to take in the on the big screen yet. Yeah, and I mean you can't really the the characters I would avoid. Joker I would avoid. I would avoid oh I just had it. Scarecrow I would avoid. Yeah. And then the last one I was thinking about was uh Raisha Ghoul I would avoid as well. I would not. How about this? Deathstroke. Could they use um, Manginello's death Deathstroke at all? If they want to. If, or, or was if, he if, too old because he's already got, like, gray in his beard and if shit? If you start the early—if you do, like, an early mm-hmm. death—earlier or younger Deathstroke, maybe, but Because remember, like, Deathstroke was also in that, like, the first Justice League write-up. Yeah. Manginello's Deathstroke was one of the main villains in that. True. Um— Good question. That's one thing that just popped into my head is they've got Deathstroke sitting around. It's like, are you going to use Manchinello at all? I would just because like, all you used him for so what is to or so far is to stand in front of Lex Luthor and just not. I mean the the the, the real question here then is is it going to be connected or is it not going to be connected to the mm-hmm. DCEU? If it's not, then uh, if it is, then you're going to have a little bit of trouble. Well, you have to kind of make him like. Thir- I think it's it's going to be 30. connected. It's just not going to be like Marvel kind of mentioned this Let me recently. Put it this way. It's not going to be a linear timeline. I was going to say. It's going to be, hey, all this stuff is happening at random times and places. But, oh, wait, if we need to band the heroes together for a Justice League movie, we can do so. Then let me re- rephrase that. Mm-hmm. Are you going to make it connected, like blatantly connected, where it's like timelines rewritten, now Batman's 30 instead? Or are you going to have it, oh, this is Batman's storyline, but this is when he was like younger? I think it's more and that's what of I mean, like, the off, like an offshoot. I'm going to compare it to Wonder Woman 1. Okay. Wonder Woman 1, we had an isolated Wonder Woman story set at a random point in time for Wonder Woman. Yeah. 
and no one was referenced until except for the begin. The Batman beginning was referenced in the beginning. The beginning only because the whole thing was her rethinking it, and at the end, yeah, that was it. But the whole entire story was hers. That's what I think. What if it's the same thing where it's Ben Affleck at the beginning? Let's say Flashpoint doesn't reset it. Yeah, it's Batman at the beginning. Hell, what if they fucking did Death in a Family? And at the beginning, it's Ben Affleck thinking back to it. The whole movie is young Batman, a new Batman. And then at the end, it's Ben Affleck kind of acting out the role of, holy shit, I just relived one of my darkest times as Batman. Yeah, I mean, it could be the case there for that one then. Um, Again, I would either want to see Death in the Family. Mm -hmm. um, I would at least want to throw in Because then you'd have to do Joker for Death in the Family. I know. That's why I would would want to see, like... The first movie be make don't make the first movie Death in the Family then. Make the first movie something like introduce like I said, the introduction of the Joker where he his first mess up where he accidentally knocked the guy into the vat. Mm-hmm. That one. I would have that in there and maybe that be it and then have it focus the rest of rest on a like another villain, like the other villains we said. The other thing I'm trying to look at something the camera at has gone off, so you're looking at a logo here. The other thing I'm looking at is between the two Jokers, um, I'm trying to see when the Joaquin Phoenix one is filming, because I thought they said that one was going to film soon. Um, starring, let's see, I'm going to click on this one last article before I bring us into the next topic. Let's see here. Did it say anything about a filming date? It does not. I wonder the Joker movies, which one, if one of those get done before this Batman movie, because which Joker then do you use? Do you use Joaquin Phoenix's? Do you use Jared Leto's? Um, if you're going to do a death in the family thing, because you've got to have the Joker kill Jason Todd. Mm-hmm. You've got to do it. I agree. And um, trying to, when's Joaquin, did they say more about Joaquin Phoenix's? I'm not uh, seeing, I'm not to. seeing a date for it. Because they, they didn't even say when they are supposed, if it's supposed to be, not when, but like. Yeah, they, we, all we know is it's happening. It's just, there's not and even it's like a, if it's an actually, origin or anything. It's an origin film. It is That's an origin all we film. know is it's a Joker origin film. So then that would be the one I would use because it's, it's the earlier Joker, mm-hmm. the Walking Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, but it's got to be a young enough Joker, but not too young because you can't cross the timeline. Of, oh, it's young enough to be with the Dick Grayson Robin, not Jason Todd. Exactly. But I know we're going too far into that, but really it's what, how young are they going to make him? I exactly. think they make him... Young enough, but not young enough to where Nightwing is doing his thing. Young enough, but not young enough. Yeah, where <laughs> Nightwing, he's not with Dick Grayson Robin. It's after Dick Grayson Robin. Yeah. Probably just after Jason Todd died, or if they gave us death in the family, it would be that. That's what I'm thinking yeah. about. This is where you guys come in. I point to the camera, even though you guys can't see me. Let, you, let us it. know what you guys think down below in the comment section. How young do you think they're going to go for Batman? What does this mean for the character Batman? What does it mean for Ben Affleck? What does it mean for the DCEU? What would you want to see for Matt Reeves' Batman movie? Let us know what you think down below in that comment section. Let's move on, though, into the next topic, Johnny. And we are looking at Spider-Man. A little Spider-Man. Here's the thing I want to ask you first before we get into the meat and potatoes. I showed you it earlier. Mm-hmm. I want to get your, because you have just seen it, like, not even a half hour from us recording this. 
first thoughts E3 Spider-Man clip that we saw. Because you and I, don't forget, when it comes out in September, we're doing a Let's Play for the channel. We're going to play through this game. It looks phenomenal. I love it. I can't wait for it. I can't wait. It looks like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Now, the one thing that Mark said that I don't completely agree about, you guys can check out the E3 podcast that we get for Too Old to Game. Uh, he said that it didn't really sound like Spider-Man. I didn't get that problem. I mean, it just sounds like a little bit older Spider-Man. It doesn't sound like Tom Holland, obviously. That's what I was thinking. It doesn't I mean, sound like Tom Holland or Andrew Garfield. Yeah, it doesn't sound like the animated series. Um, it sounds like he's either. like it sounds like he's end of high school, maybe early. But his college. whole thing was like the lines didn't exactly hit like Spider Man. Like his whole thing was it didn't read like Spider Man. Well, I mean that's a very different situation too. Mm-hmm. He he did a he tried joking a little bit, mm-hmm. but yeah, you're fighting six villains. I don't know how much five joke. at the time. Five and then we didn't get the six. That's it's right, probably going to be Doc Ock. That's my guess. Yeah, that's your guess. That's my guess. Um, no, I mean it's uh, it's kind of okay. Five, five, five villains. <laughs> you're fighting five villains. Mm-hmm. Top, your top ranking villains. Some of your yeah. top ranking villains. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're not going to be joking around nearly as much. Well, the thing we're really going to get into nice today on your hand. is some more Chance? Spider-Man Two news Webs? came out. So on screen, uh, actually, this was from the that hashtag show. So they released. There's three kind of. Um, casting notes that are set for supporting characters that are going to be new classmates of Peter Parker. I'm going to read them, then we're going to discuss them a little bit. The first one says, an 18 to 22-year-old ethnically um, to play a gender non-conforming student. The second one, an 18 to 26-year-old actress, it's going to be a female, of any ethnicity, Preferably a character actor or a comedian. Then the third one, an 18 to 25-year-old male to play a high school senior named Jason. That I'm assuming is just a code name for the part mm-hmm. who is described as charming and insanely likable. Here's the thing I want to ask because there's two I want to look at. The actress because... We already talked about earlier about there being a femme fatale in this, so we're going to talk about that again. I've got my own thoughts about who that could be. The one I want to hit first, though, is the male character who's a senior in high school who's described as charming and insanely likable. Here's the question I'm going to ask you, Johnny. With that description, the first thing I thought of, because I was trying to think of the last time we saw this character, yeah, it didn't really fit this description, but we have seen this character fit this description in other mediums for Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Are we going to get Harry Osborn in Spider-Man Homecoming 2? That's what I'm wondering. Um Like is he going to be a trans is he going to be a transfer that's coming back to yeah, New York? Yeah, like from prep school mm-hmm. and then brought back home. Yep. And then you hit, and maybe he's Peter Parker's old friend in some way. Now the thing is, could we get a Harry Osborn that's likable and ex- or charming and extremely likable? Yeah, I don't see why not. I think that would be a great way to put it mm-hmm. because it it would be what I talked about in the other podcast mm-hmm. with the same kind of conversation. Yeah, make it butt heads with Ned. Mm-hmm. 
Because then it, of like who's the best friend? Yeah, who's actually the best friend? Because this is my old best friend compared mm-hmm. to my new best friend, and Harry Osborn doesn't realize it's kind of a competition. But Ned's kind of like mm-hmm. the. It's I'm only a, a competition in Ned's head. Yeah, I'm like I'm the best friend. Mm-hmm. And I'm the be, guy in the chair. But and especially making him charming and insanely mm-hmm. likable, insanely likable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like everyone's oh hey Harry and blah mm-hmm. blah blah, and Ned goes, well I'm Peter's best friend. Well, not just that, like... Or, like, dives in, like, hey, guys. The thing that I think they can also... Like, I am calling it. I'm basically going to call it. Like, I'll put a bet on it. We'll come up with a wager down the line. This is going to be Harry Osborne. Because the reason why I'm thinking that is not just kind of what you said last week, but with the charming and extremely likable, guess how charming and extremely likable he's going to be. Mary Jane, the MJ that we get, yeah. is going to like him. Maybe, And yeah. we're going to start that because we kind of saw at the end where, like, Peter, like, oh, I kind of maybe like her a little bit. Like, and they got that tease of, like, yeah, yeah. I'm MJ. She likes Peter. She is going to, yeah. But then she is going to really like Osborne, and they're going to date, and that's going to push Peter into, oh, my God, I love MJ. Oh, my God. Like, and that gets us to the Mary Jane, well, Mary Jane, and... Peter relationship that we've wanted for or since the Sam Raimi Spider Man. Maybe not the fact that she really likes Harry. But they start dating. But and maybe they get like more Harry Harry actually like mm-hmm. kinda likes makes her. a move. It makes a move, asks her out, mm-hmm. and Peter goes, Oh shit, I actually really like her. Yeah. Because we already know she stalks Peter. On top of that though, there's the second character I want to get into, and these kind of intersect. The uh, and the other one is the actress. So old actress. it's an actress of any ethnicity. Preferably a character actor or a female comedian. So I'm thinking character actor and female comedian. This is someone who's going to be cracking jokes and kind Mm -hmm. of being a funny character. The thing that I... Squirrel Girl! Is that serious? Are you you serious or is that... It's like a 50-50. Okay. Because I got one that's serious. Okay. What if, and is this going to be... I know they're trying to do... Their um, Silver Sable and Silver and Black movie. Mm-hmm. Could this be a younger ver? Could this be a Felicia Hardy? Is what I'm thinking. Maybe a, black a younger cat. Felicia Hardy. Could this be a Black Cat situation? Maybe. Um, I mean, we could go to Spider Man um, mm-hmm. cartoon and go uh, White Tiger. Because the two that people are thinking is I'm this one. I'm not as Betty on. Yeah, like, I am not for sure about. The two that people are kind of wondering about are either Black Cat or are we getting a Spider Woman, who I believe is Jessica Drew? Are we getting Mm. one of those two characters in this? I don't know if they would do Spider Woman, only because we just had Peter learning these powers. He just got the Iron Man suit. Do we want to throw someone in that has similar powers than him already? Yeah, you don't really want to do without that. Without throwing a Venom at him in this movie, without doing any of that. That's why I'm leaning more towards a Felicia Harding or a Black Cat. True, if they want to make her just like high school Felicia Harding. Not just that. Think about it. Harry comes in. He's charming and likable. Mm-hmm. Starts dating MJ. Peter kind of thinks he, like, oh, man, I kind of like MJ now. Hardy comes in. She... Tries to sweep Peter off the feet. While Osborne's dating MJ, Felicia and Peter date. But then it adds the interesting dynamic of 
when Peter goes out to stop the villain, Black Cat runs into him? Or is this going to be a thing where Black Cat's down the line, where she's not Black Cat yet? Mm, that's a good question. It could be one of the two. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be just setting up for, like, maybe she's in Spider-Man 3. Because he's been we're doing get... Spider-Man for a while now. It's not like yeah. the, oh, I've been doing it for a couple. Of... He's been doing it for a while now with these few movies. So I wonder if it's going to be something where she is Black Cat, a very younger Black Cat, and they are also kind of working together outside but then dating without knowing that one is the other yeah because she could have like blonde hair but then put on a white wig yeah and that's why she has the white black cat hair very true it could be just that um that would be an interesting one too i think that would be the the best one to go with Mm -hmm. because um it would be a little bit more i don't want to say it's comically count um and i don't mean comically as haha i mean Mm -hmm. comically as the comic books um canon um, but I mean, they switched that around too, so make her younger so it fits mm. in better. Could it be Gwen Stacy? I don't know if we're gonna do Gwen Stacy again. They could. We have MJ already, though. So they could. Well, but think about it. Peter, especially in the animated series, dates Gwen before he dates MJ. And same in the comics. Exactly. Yeah. He dates. But, uh, but then we got like, if you introduce Gwen, do you have to do a again? You yeah, have to do a neck snap. Kind of do. I mean, if he's going to eventually date MJ, mm-hmm. you're going to have to kind of get her out of there somehow. And you probably probably upset fans if you get her By out of there. By doing the first neck snap? Well, the, the Andrew Garfield not even that, because that was kind of mm-hmm. pretty correct. Is it too... Let me put it this way. Is it too soon to do another Gwen Stacy and another neck snap? I think snap? so. I think it's too soon, because I don't think people want to see that again so soon. Mm-hmm. Because you already had it, you and uh, do you want to do you want to really kill her off in the in that one movie? Have her introduce her and kill her off? No, you'd exactly. have to kill her off in like Spider Man Homecoming three then, and then at that point, and like the beginning taking, of it, are you taking it too long at that point? Do you change it to where it's not the exact same way she dies, but she dies at, like because the whole thing is with Spider Man and Gwen Stacy, I didn't really care that it was a neck snap. At the end of everything, Actually with her spine, but well, the spine next yeah. snap. Um, the whole thing that the only thing for me that matters with that, and I know Spider-Man aficionados are going to go, no, it has to be exactly like the comic where it's she falls, snap, Peter thinks he did it. To me, the last part's the most important. As long as there is doubt in Peter's head that he did the slightest thing wrong, and if he would have been different or a little faster or this or that. And that is why she died. That's all I care about. That is all. I don't care how she does it. As long as Peter at the end of it thinks, if I would have done this different or that different or been a little bit faster and she would have lived, that's the only thing that matters. Yeah, I mean, as long as he's got that mindset. But I feel like if you introduce a Gwen Stacy, mm-hmm. you have to bring her in, then kill her off either this same movie or the next one. That's kind of too quickly to do something like that. Mm-hmm. It's almost not necessary to bring in a character at that point. You can mm-hmm. do it in so many other ways. You don't need to bring in like a major character from the comic just to do that. So that's why I wouldn't bring, make it a Gwen Stacy. I would more so make it like a young Felicia Harding. Do you think that two questions? A, there's a character that we're not thinking about. That it could be like, you know what? This is probably what it could be, even if it's a minor thing. Or another thing, because I'll be honest, the first role of the um, non-conforming mm-hmm. character 
could it just be a yeah, this is a throwaway character. It's just a new high school student that is just going to be kind of like a Flash Thompson type character from Homecoming One, could or be. like a Ned, where it's like, yeah, going to have some storyline, going to have some lines to it, but like with the actress, oh, she's just comic relief. Or with the other one, yeah, they're just there and it's part of the friend group now. It's not necessarily a, oh my God, this person is really in-depth to the story. It's just like, oh, it's a student we see at high school and they're in on it, much like the um, academic team or like Flash Thompson. Squirrel Girl. Could it be? Could that fit in? Like, I know, <laughs> I mean, come I know on, it's comical. a joke like you, but could it fit it's in? Like a, it's a 50-50 joke. It actually is kind of a throw out, throw the card out there, mm-hmm. even though I'm not like, not like positive on it. I'm not like, like putting all my eggs in one basket on it. Mm-hmm. I don't see why not. That could be. It doesn't have to be her, her squirrel girl, squirrel girl. It could just be, hey, I'm a student right now. And it sets it up for, hey, if we want to bring in squirrel girl at some point. Because I thought they were talking about possibly doing a movie with that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it was a TV series and I'm thinking wrong. But does she fall? Here's the thing I wonder with her. <laughs> Comedian. Com- com- yeah, comical. Here's the thing I wonder, though, with her. And it's because no one's thought about doing her or thought about doing a movie about her, mm-hmm. does she f- technically fall under the X-Men? Because like I read, I was looking a little bit of her bio. It says escaping the taunts of her fellow high school students regarding her physical mutation. Is she technically I mean, an X-Men? Spider-Man has a physical mutation too. No, I know, but I'm thinking like, I don't think she's under the X-Men realm though. I'm going to look it up. I think she's more Spider-Verse stuff, but yeah, look it up. Because I thought I heard something about a new warriors and a, um, a squirrel girl movie being developed. Um, and I thought that was Fox that was going to do that. Let me see really quick. Um, yeah, I don't trust this source. Um, that's from last year. Um, yeah, that's helpful. Last year, live action series. A lot of these are from 2017. Um, July of 2017. I don't think there is one, but I don't know if that's the question that I would ask. Is where does she fall in the whole rights of everything? Is she on the yeah. X Men side? Is she on the Marvel side? Because she fits. Yeah, high school character. I mean, to be honest, I could see her fitting the non-gender conforming character because think about it. It's mutation. Kids probably make fun of her for it. Mm -hmm. She doesn't conform to a gender because squirrel girl. She's a squirrel, not a human. So maybe they play that into it. Um, Or she could be the... um, comedic character i just for me i think that one of these characters is going to be harry osborne the then question is if we get harry do we get norman and what norman do we get because i don't think and i have been proven wrong in the past i don't know if i want them to do green goblin in this movie you're already doing mysterio you'll already have um vulture back do we just get a norman and it's like Norman's there. We get some Norman screen time, but it's just a, all right, the Osborns are here in this universe. Just establish the Osborns and be done with it for now. Mm-hmm. Don't don't push it too hard. Don't uh, BVS it. Mm-hmm. 
Because I mean, too many things in there at once. Because I mean, you're gonna have <clears throat> think about villains. You're gonna have Mysterio, mm-hmm. Vulture. I'm assuming is gonna be back. Maybe. It, how how much is Scorpion gonna be in this? Yeah. I mean, that's three right there for sure that we know we're gonna get. Like, I don't know if they add any more. <clears throat> exactly. But like, and then the female side of it. Do they introduce a Gwen Stacy, or do they introduce a Felicia Hardy? Do any of these characters really matter, too? Because I want you guys to tell us in the comment section. We could be on the side of, yeah, none of these characters are really going to matter. No. They're just going to be throwaway characters. That, they're oh, just they're high school of. students. Because the first thing I did think of was when I saw, oh, charming and very likable and a high school senior. I'm thinking, Flash Thompson. I was like, fuck, he was in the last movie. It's like, great. Didn't get didn't get the Flash Thompson. That Like, that's my first thought was, Oh my God, we could get Flash Thompson. And then I'm like, oh wait, we had a Flash Thompson. Mm-hmm. He was in the last movie, so yep. it's not going to be Flash Thompson. There is an actual Jason character that was in the Spider-Man cartoons. I think it was the Disney XD one, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And also in the comics. I just don't know if they go with an actual like, oh, this is Jason whatever from the comics. I'm looking at this going, hey, we're just putting this name on it. This isn't the character's real name. Yeah, I mean, we don't want anyone to know about exactly, it. Exactly, because uh, if you say Harry, people are just going to figure out right away. You know who it's going to say- be? It's going to be the White Ranger. It's going to be Jason David Frank, man. He's coming back to high school. Power Ranger Spider-Man crossover. Hey, you look kind of old. Hasbro's and Marvel, man. They they come together to make the Green Ranger, White Ranger, and Spider-Man Homecoming. You, you know too. what I see Spider-Man saying, though, man? You're kind of old to be a high school student. <laughs> <laughs> I just, if we were on the fast break right now, I would take my tinfoil hat and put my tinfoil hat on for saying that. But any final things you want to bring up before we move uh, on into some no, gambit? It's, it's interesting. I, I'm curious if these are just going to be throwaways or if they're mm-hmm. actually like going to play a role. Well, this is where you guys come in. Let us know what you guys think. Are they actually going to play a role? Will they be throwaway characters? What do you think for these three casting roles for Spider-Man Homecoming 2? Let us know down below in that comment section. But, Johnny, let's end the podcast. We went from DC to Marvel. Now we're technically Marvel, but we're more so going into Fox because we have a Gambit update. This is where if we had, like, purple lights, they'd be going, because we got a Gambit alert here. And it is Fox confirms that Channing Tatum's X-Men movie is still moving forward. And that is a Gambit movie starring Channing Tatum. So, I gotta ask you this, Johnny. This is something that was first announced, what, four years ago? Yeah. 2014 is the first time we heard this. So, the question I'm gonna ask you, should Fox be moving forward for this? Should they even make this movie? I hope you didn't break that. No. I I hope you didn't break that. But should they be making this movie? I think that was your answer right there. (laughs) Elaborate for me. Why shouldn't they be making that movie? Because YouTube saw you push it. The audio listeners did not. They heard it, though. They probably did. I'm pretty sure they heard it. And I looked because I was like, please don't break that speaker. No, the speaker's good. Um. I did not expect you to just push it over the edge. I'll be honest. But why shouldn't they? Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. Um, Why shouldn't they? Why shouldn't they? Yeah, why shouldn't they? I don't know because you guys are in contract negotiations that sell all this stuff (laughs) off. Finish what you have. Yeah, we don't even know when we're going to officially get Dark Phoenix. Exactly. So why don't you guys finish what you have going on and then worry about that. Mm -hmm. You guys might not even be making these movies at that point. 
Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm not opposed to a Gambit movie. See, I'm opposed to a Channing Tatum Gambit movie. Why you? Why is that? So go the ahead, reason elaborate. why I am opposed to a up, Channing Tatum. Yeah, go ahead. Because like, take it off of that wire because <laughs> I did. I did it see the speaker move. Um, this is why I am against a Channing Tatum. <laughs> I loosen it. Go a ahead. Channing Tatum Gambit movie because to me Channing Tatum is not Gambit to me. No. He is not what I expect. Like, it's just going to be Channing Tatum doing a... Channing Tatum things. This is basically what it's going to be. Remember the character from Channing Tatum in Lucky Logan? Yeah. It's that, but he throws cards. Yeah, basically, I agree with you on that. Because that's his southern accent. <coughs> I agree with you It on was that. great for Logan, Lucky Logan. Lo- Logan Lucky or whatever, whatever it was. Whatever you want to call it. It was great for Logan that. Lucky. Yeah. It's not going to be good for my Gambit movie. And I, I'm calling it my Gambit movie because it's mine, it's yours, it's yours, it's his, it's hers. It's everyone's Gambit movie. Mm-hmm. We deserve better. And if you announced it four years ago and it still hasn't happened, well, guess what? It probably shouldn't happen. I agree. I agree. It probably shouldn't happen. Like you guys should wait and let like see what even, your movie deals are. Here's a, here's another question. This just isn't me me hating to hate, but some people might see it that way. Do we even need a solo Gambit movie? Period. As cool as it would be, no, we don't need it. But I wouldn't mind having one. Especially, I shouldn't say I wouldn't mind. I would like having one. Especially though, instead get Taylor Kish. From uh, the Wolverine one. He I liked him bad. as Remy LeBeau. He wasn't bad. Yeah. I, I, I liked, thought it was cool. I thought he was a good Remy LeBeau. So I see. And I see. really, the more you think about it, remember when we talked about this way back? Yeah. It was supposed to be a heist movie, right? Yeah, exactly. So it's basically Logan Lucky with card throwing. Yeah. That's exactly magic what card it is. Throwing. Exactly. With I know it's not technically car- magic, with, but. With mutants and cards a bit thrown around. Yeah. It is exactly the same thing. Yeah. Because that was a heist. And they had Channing Tatum doing a southern accent. Exactly. No, or I, a country accent. Like I said, I, I like Kish because West better. Virginia is not really the South. No, not necessarily. But it's a more country accent. Yeah. Is what I'll say. I, I would prefer uh, the only reason. Uh, I'm nothing against uh, Channing Tatum, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't see him as Remy LeBeau. Mm-hmm. I see. I, I keep bringing up Kish. I see. Because, I see that as a. Oh my God, we got to sell tickets for this. Let's get Channing Tatum. Yeah. No, honestly. I, I say I keep bringing it up because I liked his role as Le- Remy LeBeau. Mm-hmm. His accent was great. His attitude was great. I saw it as Remy LeBeau. I'm like, did, when they had it out in that movie, as much flack as the movie gets, I thought he was a good Remy LeBeau. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a great job. Yeah, I thought it was good too. Exactly. I just I don't know if even him at this point, if I want a solo movie about that Gambit. And then I understand. I I'm not opposed to a Gambit movie. Mm-hmm. I'm a Marvel fanboy. I've got a slight bias. I'll admit it. Yeah. So having, but have it, wait till you guys figure out your contract stuff that's mm-hmm. going on. Don't start planning this shit when you don't even know if you're going to be making the movie. For those of you who don't remember when they came out with like what the story is going to be, it's basically him with the Thieves Guild. Yeah. That's basically what it is before he basically gets found by the X-Men, right? The X-Men and everything. But for me, if I'm going to have an, a Gambit story. You know what I'd rather have, which would be a ten times better story? Hmm. Give me a love story between him and Rogue. Give me a basically Bonnie and Clyde type movie of him and Rogue. Where it's like, you know what, we're going out from the X-Mansion, we're doing our own thing. and Make it like a Bonnie and Clyde solo mission. Exactly. Exactly. Well, solo mission. It's just like how we were getting like the Green Lantern and want the buddy cop oh, movie. Oh yeah, I heard about this that. This could be the... like. Romantic comedy, yeah, 
with Rogue and Gambit. And they both got the southern accents, exactly. so they both link into each other. And that would be, to me, a more a much better Gambit movie than the Thieves Guild thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I completely agree. I but, think he, it... but even like that, do we need that movie? I don't think we do. I would just want Gambit in an X-Men movie. I agree. And I'm just, I'm not arguing that. I'm saying if that's the possibility of what mm-hmm. we're getting. Hey, we're going to do a Gambit movie. Why don't you guys wait till your contract stuff is done? Mm-hmm. Because that's probably... And I, I, or you guys just at this point, let's pump out movies to pump out movies because mm-hmm. we gotta get as many of these out until before this contract thing is up. Yeah. Well, guess what? You guys are supposedly, and I know that Comcast needs to keep the grub and mitts up, but now they made an offer. <laughs> well, I was gonna bring <clears throat> that up. Yeah, go ahead. Comcast did make a sixty-five thousand or sixty-five million dollar all cash bid for Fox. Hey, guess what, guys? Comcast, Disney will always outbeat you when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. Disney owns everything, and they will well, own everything. It just means that Disney's got to pony up a few more, few more dollar dollar bills before they get that Fox goodness. Ha, let's that finally sell a few more Marvel films. Ha, ha. I just, to me, I wonder. You do have a point where how many X Men movies? Like it was like that article that we read where it was like, oh, we're gonna do Squirrel Girl and this and that, and it's like, you do know Disney's buying you, right? Mm-hmm. Like you can say we're gonna do all this, this, and this, and then Disney get it and go, no, we're not. Oh wait, we're or even worse, Disney can go, yeah, it looks like a good idea. Not with you, director. No, we want our own director. Mine. Yeah. Oh, great idea. Nope. <laughs> we're just gonna kick you right off the project, and we're gonna do it ourselves. I just, I feel like this is something where it was a great idea in 2014. Everyone was even like Dave, who here at MVP, he loves Gambit. Mm -hmm. Gambit's one of his favorite heroes. He was excited for it. Yeah. When I brought up the the week he took over for you, um, when you were, I can't remember, I think you like were sick or something. Yeah. Recently, you weren't on the show. Dave filled in for you. I was like, oh, do you want to talk about this Gambit movie and like how it shouldn't happen? Yeah, it was with your mouth thing. And he goes... Oh, no, that's god-awful. I don't want to talk about it. He's like, I don't want to cry today. It's like, that's exactly like, he is so, like, he's a Gambit guy. Mm-hmm. And he's so far against it. I'm like, well, what about a non-Channing Tatum movie? And he goes, oh, that I'd be maybe okay with. But it's like a Channing Tatum movie? Nope, I don't want that. I don't want no. a Channing Tatum Gambit movie. I don't know. I just think, I think it's insane. Like, I think it's insane that... We're still talking about this four years down the line. Yeah, really. And now with the Fox deal, I'll ask you this kind of here at the end because it's all linked together. Now that Comcast put in their bid of 65 mil all cash, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think that Fox, all these Fox properties are going to go to Disney or do you think we could live in a world where it's basically – God damn, Comcast, why'd you outbid? Why'd you do everything in your power to make us sad? I, I really hope that either Fox goes, no, we're going to go with Disney, mm-hmm. or... Because they could turn down the money. Like, they can. They can. Who's turning down five additional million dollars? I don't know, but they could. I mean, could no, well, let's put to. it this way. Cause, uh, no, they're not going to get any rights <laughs> off of that stuff, so never mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, di- I can see Disney going, okay, no, 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 no. Puts down the money and says... Guys, just give it to us. Mm-hmm. But I mean, Fox 
do the right thing, make the all make all the Marvel and comic book fans happy and just give it to the right people. I I hope. But yeah, I get it. It's, it's a business. A, and it's a lot of hope from us, but I feel like Disney is going to do whatever they have to do to get that. From what I hear, this is kind of in their plan anyways, mm-hmm. that they want to some of these characters. So yeah, um, I agree that they may want to, they're probably going to pony up some more money. Ooh, here's an article from, uh, what date did this come by? This was actually today. Okay. So Screen Rants, Disney and Comcast may end up splitting Fox assets. What about that? What if that happened? If Disney basically said, hey, we don't want it all. We just want these. This is what we really want. Because to be honest, there's some of the stuff in there that like I could see Disney going, yeah, we don't need this. We just want it for this. Like, this is all we want. That'd be interesting. Comcast, you take the rest of it. That'd be interesting. I'm not totally sure, honestly. Because I think it's every, like, because I think it's also, like, the TV side of it. It's the movie side of it. But, like, with the movies. Well, what if, okay, go ahead. Does Fox, or does Disney want all, let's be honest, if they could have it. They're going to take it. Let's be honest, they could have it. But let's put it this way. If you're Disney, let's say it's like, well, we can offer more money, but they could always turn it down. Could this then be Disney's way of just saying, hey, what's going to make us the most money? Trying to get everything from Fox or saying, hey, you know, we're thinking Marvel side because that's where we are. Mm -hmm. That's where we kind of live. And this is the realm that we talk in each and every week. What if they're going, you know what? So we don't lose everything. Let's get let's try to get what we really want that we can use in movies. We could then use in theme parks for the MCU. We can do all these things with the with these characters now. Let's do that instead of hey, we're going to try to get it all and maybe losing it all because we we de- we tend to forget that Fox isn't just Marvel di- mm-hmm. Marvel stuff. And now the X Men is not just the Fantastic Four. Yes, um, it's also some other things. So maybe Fox or Disney will go. Okay, just give us these Marvel things mm-hmm. and this 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 and this. You guys can have all the rest of that. Mm-hmm. So it's like we finally got um, almost completed Marvel Universe. Um, the few extra little things they want to pick up because there's probably some things I'm not thinking about in that mix because I they probably would rather give the they probably wouldn't do much with the Simpsons for example. You know it's actually I'm going through um, just old articles. Yeah. You know who did this to us? Hmm. The the whole Comcast thing. Hmm. The Department of Justice. Really? You want to know why? Why? There's an article right here. Comcast to announce Fox bid. If AT&T slash Time Warner merger approved, what did the Justice uh, Department of Justice do? They approved the AT&T Time Warner merger. Nice. So if they would have just said no to that, Comcast would have never offered the money. Well, maybe. thanks a lot, Department of Justice. But what I was really trying to look for is while you continue to go on your thought, I want to look at – I there is an article here I know that has everything that they would be getting. Yeah, but no, I don't remember the, all the like the affiliates besides like 
Marvel stuff and then Simpsons. Mm-hmm. There's other stuff I know for a fact Marvel, uh, not Marvel, that um, Fox owns and maybe Disney just wants to pick up these few like here little things here. I Sprinkled. Found it. Okay, go ahead. So the article reads: If the July 10th vote still happens, something Fox itself said earlier today that they aren't totally sure about, and shareholders vote against selling Disney, that would indeed send a message that Comcast is the preferred option. A large portion of Fox assets, including its movie and TV studios, cable entertainment networks, and stake in Hulu, is clearly getting sold to somebody when things are all said and done. So it looks like movies, TV, cable entertainment, and the stake in Hulu. So the important, like the interesting thing, if I'm Disney, the thing I want the most is the movie rights. I want your movie rights. Yeah. Just give me them all just so I can get all the ones that I want. TV, like you said, do we really need The Simpsons at Disney? Yeah, exactly. The only thing I could think of is, great, we can have The Simpsons at Disney so that we can put them in Disney parks. We can have a bunch of quickie marts. And we can start using that. But <laughs> the cable network, Disney don't need that. No. They're doing their streaming service. Now- the stake in Hulu might be interesting because if I have a stake in Hulu, then I can basically maybe try to either influence that or just swallow that into and make Hulu an extension of my streaming service. Exactly. So really the only things I see is the movie rights and maybe the stake in Hulu is what Disney really wants. Yeah, that would be about it, honestly, because they don't. There's not a lot of TV series from Fox they're gonna want. Which Comcast might be fine with saying, "Hey, we'll take the we'll take the cable entertainment. We will take the um, TV studios because that works great for us. Because mm-hmm. it'll be more like a think about it this way. What it would be is in that case, it's kind of like Channel 37 for us here." In the Chicagoland area or in our part of it. Yeah. Channel 37 used to be Comcast Sportsnet, but then Comcast <laughs> sold it. It's now NBC. Now it's NBC Sports. Mm. So it just changed names. So, for example, FX and FXX might still be similar. It's just Comcast named now. Yeah. Instead of Fox named. Yeah, and that's the thing. Even Disney can even like, weed out what movie rights they don't want mm-hmm. and just say, okay, you can, guys can have these too. Yeah. Really, it's... Do you think that Disney, if they were going to die on a hill, yeah, would you die on the stake in Hulu? Would you really want that if you were Disney? Do you think they really care about that? Mainly because they're coming out with their own streaming. I service. don't think they'd be too worried about the the stake in Hulu. I think it's more of the. But if you get that stake in Hulu, you can influence it maybe depending on yeah, how much it is. But I mean, I, if people are if people, no matter what, are going to buy their Disney streaming service. Mm-hmm. Mo- a lot of them. If you're a diehard Disney fan, you're going to buy it. If you're a fucking parent, mm-hmm. just keep your kids quiet. <laughs> I need that Disney streaming service, especially if Disney. Especially like, for the Marvel, because all the kids love Marvel. Marvel too. All the Disney shows mm-hmm. they're gonna want it for that too mickey mouse clubhouse the live action like dumbo we got that trailer. yeah exactly i'm just saying any mm-hmm. of those things the par- parents are gonna die hard disney fans and parents with kids that want to keep them entertained and out of their hair for a little while True. are gonna be paying for that yeah and i i think it'll be interesting how it all ends up and i know we went from a whole gambit thing 
to this Comcast thing. Yeah, but it's it, part of that, though. It really it revolves around it because, like, with the Gambit movie, like we said, why are you even thinking about it? Because it's probably not going to get made. Exactly. No matter who gets it. Well, maybe Comcast. If Comcast gets it, then it'll probably get made. If Disney gets it, no, we're going to get our guys in there. Exactly. They're going to do it themselves. Guys. Exactly. Any final thoughts on anything before we wrap this shindig up? No, that's all I got on this topic. Well, this is where you guys come in. First off, let us know what you think about the Gambit movie and really the Fox Disney Comcast merger triangle is what I'm going to call it. Cause that's really what it is. It's just a big old merger triangle that just mm-hmm. sits there. And uh, I wanted to be a merger deal just between Disney and Fox, but Comcast had to get into it. So it's a triangle. Let us know what you think about that. Let us know what you think about Spider-Man topic we talked about, the Batman topic we talked about, and then also some housekeeping here at the end. Make sure check out patreon.com backslash most foul podcast where you can get you can help support the channel. I almost did the same thing again that I did in yeah. the beginning. But where you can help support the channel, $10 tier, you can join a Rick and Johnny podcast each and every week. Thank you to all our patrons who help support the channel each and every month. Also, you can go down into the description, check out our store, get yourself a sweet MVP t-shirt. You can check out mostvalpodcast.com where you can catch MVP each and every day. You can also... Rate us five stars on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. And if you like gaming, make sure to check out the new podcast. The first episode officially dropped as of right now. It is Too Old to Game with myself, Dave Oster, hosting it, and Mark Weber, a new gaming podcast, a new podcast on the M. VP. I almost said MCU Network. That'd be cool if we were the MCU Network. But yeah, it would be cool. MVP, We'd be making a lot more, though. The MVP Network, new podcast for you guys to go and check out. want to thank you guys for watching on YouTube. want to thank you guys for listening on podcast services around the world. And as always, have a good day, everybody. Thank you for listening to this MVP podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Most Valuable Pod for more great podcasts.